Welcome to an inspirational message recorded live at Little Falls Christian Center. Oh, Father, tonight we only speak Jesus. It is Jesus for the family. It is Jesus for my life. It is Jesus that we rely on. Only Jesus. We bless your holy name tonight. Amen. Amen. Thank you. You may be seated. Praise God. Welcome to Little Falls Christian Center. Let me see who's not here. Okay. Everybody's here. Praise God. Good evening, Pastor and Maud. I've been away a little bit on leave, and I'm back, and we're on fire. And it's always the difficult thing. You know, Pastor Harold lived with this all the years, that he's got to wait for a Sunday. <laughs> it's a tough thing when you have the Word of God in your heart, and you need to share it, and it's only Friday. But praise God. Tonight, I want to encourage you. Tonight, I want to strengthen the body of Christ. It is the month of thanksgiving. It, listen to me, church. For those who are serious with God, God is going to and is about to break through for you. You have to believe it. You have to confess it. And I want to strengthen the people tonight. So my message before I get to Thanksgiving and stuff, I want to speak to your souls. Let us go to the Word of God, 3 John chapter 1, and I want to read to you just 3 John actually from verse 2. If you have your Bibles, please open it up to 3 John, right there at the end of the Bible, of the Word of God. And this is now John, the apostle, writing and giving instructions. And he's speaking with a fatherly heart. He's speaking with a gentle and a loving heart to the people of God. And he said, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. I want to read that again because I'm speaking to souls here tonight and those who are connected via the live streaming. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. God has a specific plan with every person's life. God wants every person connected to Him to prosper. But a person that is not healthy in their soul dimension cannot prosper. And I'm going to go deeper into that tonight. There are many people and many children of God, due to your decision making, you are not prospering. Due to the things you've decided upon and the things that have impacted your life, your soul is in a state where it does not prosper anymore. And that is not right. It is not right. Right up till the day a person leaves this earth, God wants to impact your soul, and the soul is the changing part of man. Do you know that? 
For those of you who do not know that, you need to come to Bible school. Amen. It's one of the things we've been taught. And it comes through in the Word of God, completely, permanently. So who's coming to Bible school? Wait, don't put up your hands now. Let's just finish the message. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things. All things, church. All things. All things. You see, a person that decides on certain things is a person that does not and would not and could not prosper. But the moment as a disciple of Jesus Christ, you give your life completely over to the Word of God, then you will see a prospering in areas that you did not think you could prosper. And God wants that for His body. The end time church is a prospering church. And I'm not just talking about money tonight. I'm talking about you as a complete person. Prospering is spirit, soul, and body. The body part is easy. Just go to gym and drink water. Fine, you'll prosper. Drink vitamin A, B, C, D, E, F, G. You'll be sharp. But the spirit, do you know that once your spirit is saved, it cannot be half saved. When God saves you, He saves you completely. Therefore, your spirit does not need more salvation. But you need to start living from the spirit through the soul, impacting the body. And it's a person that lives from the spirit, by the spirit, that impacts his soul dimension. And the quicker a person comes to change, and in this month, God wants people to change. This is the month of change. If you are battling in your life, tonight God is changing things. He's, he's going to impact you. He wants things different. Because if you are truly saved, you'll understand what I say. So, are you a prospering soul? In what area of your life is it stagnant? In what area have you decided that no more thank you? And I want to lift up some areas to you. But because of wrong mindsets, there are certain bondages and curses. It's a hard word to hear, a curse. When a person, when someone says to another, you are cursed. But you know, only, Satan only needs a little space just a little space in a specific area and he forces a door open. And then that area impacts your whole life and you become a troubled soul. And when you are a troubled soul, then a person loses your potential and the Holy Spirit cannot do what he wants to do with you, but he wants to heal souls here tonight. There are many people being impacted by the world and the kind of decisions you, you have made. So, you are spirit, soul, and a body. You are spirit. You have a soul, and you live in this body. The body, God is gonna give you a new body, brand spanking new. You need that, we're gonna get it, and you're gonna look fine. You already look fine, but it's gonna be eternity in which we will look like teenagers. 
to the right and side, those people. Can you imagine that? So, here's, the, here's a very important, probably one of the most defining scriptures in the Bible. One of the most defining scriptures you'll ever hear. If I'm going to mention this, everybody would immediately know. John 10 verse 10. The thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come that you may have life and that you may have life more abundantly. So what is this abundant life? It is in all dimensions of your life. There's, there's a certain teaching from a certain part of Christianity that teaches that, you know, don't give any person too much. You know, keep them poor and the church will keep them humble. You know, the church board has got to keep the pastors poor and, you know, the church members will keep them humble by giving them trouble. No, no. God has a, 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 a blessing for you. God wants you to prosper. You've got to make that confession right now. I want to prosper. I need to prosper. I am going to prosper. See, do you feel different? Yes. Immediately with that confession, something stirs on the inside of you. That is God's will for you. His perfect will for His church, His people, is to prosper and be in health. You cannot prosper and not be in health. But if you are unhealthy, you cannot prosper. Amen. Praise God. So Satan, tonight we're going to kill some words here. Some people, many people actually, when they go through difficult times, they accuse the Lord Jesus of stealing killing and destroying. If you've ever uttered those words, you need to cancel those words because the blessing is when we put Satan in his place. If you don't put him in his place, he will control you. Demons will control you. They will. Believe me, they have controlled me. You know in the area of finances, I have not given my full testimony on, on the area of finances because he really kept me in total bondage until the area where someone one day rebuked me. It was the most beautiful thing that could have ever happened to me because too many children of God are patting people on the shoulder and saying, oh, shame. Never let a person, let people speak truth. And listen, tithers, tithers, I believe all people are tithers here tonight. That was my difficult area. In my life, not to curse, swear, because to, <laughs> I was in the world. Pastor I was dierlijk in the world. The first thing, the Lord, I made a confession. I said, Lord, there's a certain word I will never use again. And I have not up till this day. But then there came the area of finances. And that's the area that kept me out of leadership. It took all my boldness away and my faith was stagnant until I addressed that area. I am sorry, this is a fact. If you have not addressed that area of your life, then you do not have boldness in the spiritual dimension. 
then Satan is controlling you. But the moment you address that area properly, then thanksgiving, true thanksgiving, goes to God. Your faith is connected to your giving. Do you know that? You've got to believe it. So if you are finding it difficult in that area of your life, come and talk to one of the pastors. Truly, we don't want your money. We want your blessing. Amen. Everybody say amen, please. Amen. We're not one of those churches. We want your blessing. It is time for every person in this church to be blessed. And this is the month of the blessing. Amen. So praise the Lord. The thief does not come except to kill, steal, and destroy. So, now I'm going deeper with you. Mark 4.14. Everybody go there, please. Mark 4.14. Very important. These are important scriptures in the Word of God. It says, the sower sows the Word, and these are the ones by the wayside where the Word is sown. When they hear Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in their hearts. Listen, church, sowing and reaping is a principle in the word of God. When God created the earth, he set the earth in motion with sowing and reaping. If you have sown and you have not reaped, there's a problem. I'm going to say it again. I see people are like sponges now. If you have sown and you have not reaped, there is a problem with your sowing. Let me go on. You see, one minister confessed one day, he said, I, I want a new car. And he started saying, speaking it. After 300 times, he went to his pastor, another pastor, and he said, it's not working. You know, I've said this 300 times and nothing's changed. You can say a million Hail Marys, it's not gonna change you. You can, the Lord Jesus warned us against repetitious, repetition. But being a sower means that I will reap. If I don't reap, there's a problem, dear child of God. There's a problem area in your life when you do not reap. It could be sin. It could be unbelief. It could be that you're fighting with your wife. You see, prosperity is a principle, not a formula. Formulas are for witches. The Word of God is a principle. If you do this, this will happen. Finish and clear in Afrikaans. Amen. So, then we go on. Verse 16. These likewise are sown onto stony ground who, when they hear the Word, immediately receive it with gladness. And they have no roots in themselves and so endure only for a time. Afterward, when trouble or affliction 
or persecution arises for the Word's sake, the Word that has been planted. You see, when, when the Word of God is planted in your heart, there will always be a test. There will always come affliction. It will always be challenged because Satan is after your Word. Every one of you, he's after your Word. He's after your blessing. And once he's got your Word, he's got you in bondage. Never, you've got to identify the word of God that is sown in your heart. But it says here, because you have no root, in, they have no root in themselves, they only endure for a time. There was a sad, sad situation I was involved many years ago. A person that committed their life to Christ, a family, and immediately they came into the church and they were so happy. I mean, they were so joyful. And they accepted the Word of God. And you could see, I was so excited for them. Until this person, one person said, you mean I've got to give a tithe? Boom, she took her whole family out of the church. Just like that. The area of her problem she used against herself. And immediately, out of the church, until today, it's been many years, not one single day being in church. It's such a sad thing. So, but let me go on. Now these are, are the ones sown among thorns. They are the ones who hear the word and the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches and the desires of other things enter in and choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. But these are the ones sown in good ground. And when they hear the word, they accept it. Bear fruit, 30, 60, and 100. You basically all start with 30. That's my, my concept of a growing person. The moment I got my foot into the door and the blessing of God started opening up. And finally, I remembered my children were that size. We took hands one night. That's where it was on their worst our car's been stolen. We had no answer. We had no money. And I remembered we took hands with my two little daughters. And we prayed a prayer that night. And we made a commitment. We said, Lord, from this night, we are stepping into the unknown. And we will never return to that area ever again in our lives. And then the tests came, the real tests and the storms, and then moments we stepped into that, that's where the faith started growing. If you don't take a step, if you don't take that step, that next level step, you will always be in the area of being controlled in your mind by Satan himself. And I will not give him any glory. It is by the grace of God that he has saved us, not through works, now that you've stepped into the unknown, now comes the full obedience to the Word of God. Now comes the freedom, the peace that I'm doing the right thing. Nothing will ever take me back to those days. Nothing. Amen. So there's another person who as well said, you know what, Pastor, we have tried to pay our tithe. We've, we've tried for eight months. We give and then nothing happens. And then we give, 
We try it and nothing happens. And we try it and nothing happens. And then we try, try, try. You've got to stop trying, eh? <laughs> it's not in the trying. It is the principled word of God that I obey and then I don't care what comes to me. I am an overcomer in Jesus Christ. Yes. So please stop trying. Step into what God has for you. And it will always, listen to this, what God really has for his church is always increase. Increase, never decrease. That's his plan. How, you know, it's, it's kind of like the Lord will prosper us so that we may go backward. How's that even possible? You know, I'm, I'm seeking God for my life. I'm, I'm really, you know, I'm, I'm doing everything, but I regress. How's that even possible? It cannot be, church, it cannot be. Philippians 4.19 says, And my God shall supply all of your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Do you know that that scripture is not for everybody? That, that, that scripture, I'm going to read it to you because we all confess it and we pray it. And my God shall supply all of your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. You see, Paul said it in the following context. He said it in Philippians 4.18. The pretext to that, indeed, I have all and I abound. That's a thanksgiving person. And Paul said, I am full. What is Paul full of? He's full of the Word of God. That is his fullness. It is in the Word of God. And because he's full of the Word of God, he's got an answer to all his problems. And this man had trouble, believe me. Now Paul says, indeed, I have all and abound and I am full, having received from Epaphrodites the things sent from you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice. There's an acceptable sacrifice of your life you need to make. There's an acceptable sacrifice of everything you do for God. An acceptable sacrifice is something that is given unto God, that is presented to God. And God knows whether that is acceptable or not. But an acceptable sacrifice is something that always costs you. An unacceptable sacrifice is to go and get something just, you know, like Cain. Cain is an example. You see, the one brought a sacrifice and the other one just brought some of his goods. May your goods be a true sacrifice unto God. Amen. It says here, well, pleasing to God. Not to man. If you give to impress any person, it will last you just for the day. But when you give unto God, the blessings that comes from that, blessings that will outstrip you, blessings that will continue into your future. Let everything you do be a sweet-smelling sacrifice. Let it be a sacrifice. Let it not just be something, but a sacrifice. A sacrifice is something that dies. Do you know why you pray before you eat? 
No, nobody knows, let me tell you. Listen to this. God has placed us on this planet. When Adam sinned, we became dependent upon food. All right. So for me to live, something has to die. Every time I eat something, whether plant or animal, must die for me to live. That is why when we pray for our food, you know, sometimes we are so hungry. Oh, Lord Jesus, bless the food to my body in Jesus' name. Thank you. It's actually a serious matter. This animal actually gave his life for me to live. So I need to slow down. Think of it. Father, thank you for this animal. Thank you for this broccoli. I mean, you have to, you have to cut everything. Okay, you understand. From now on, you're going to pray before you eat. You're going to say thank you. Thank God that cow doesn't have a name. <laughs> Otherwise, you have to say donkey quizzy. <laughs> so, but I have something more here for you. You see, the Lord Jesus, when we was in the boat with the disciples, and he was taking a nap, and I think one of the worst sea storms that ever came to the planet happened right there. I thank God I wasn't in that boat. But you see, here's the, here's the lesson from the boat. The lesson from the boat is, what should they have done under those circumstances? Let me read to you. And a great, great this is Mark 4:37. if you're taking notes. And a great windstorm arose and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. Have you ever slept in water? This is what it says. The Lord was taking a nap in ice cold water. Now, that's a coma to me. <laughs> but he was in the stern asleep on a pillow and they awoke him and said to him, teacher. You see, they called him teacher, yet they did not learn yet. Do you care that we are perishing? You see, this is one of the Lord's classes. The moment trouble comes to you, you step into a classroom. Do you know that? <laughs> the moment trouble comes to you, you immediately step into a classroom. Think of it when trouble comes to you the next time. Stepping into a classroom where the Lord is asking questions. And it says here, then he arose, rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. But he said to them, why, 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 why? Say why. Are you so fearful? How is it that I am in the boat and you have no faith? How is it? Why? Why, George, when trouble comes, why do you go and sit in a corner in a cold shower? Hmm. Okay, listen here. Some people watch the news too much. Some people say, I don't watch television at all, but I watch the news. That's the worst part you can watch. <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> I've made a decision a couple of years ago never to watch the news ever again. I'm doing fine. 
the moment my, my, my faith slips, I go and check and then I get negative and say, oh, you help me net. Stop watching the news. Stop it. You know, don't. Here's the thing. From tonight, if you decide never, ever to worry again, what will your life look like? If you really decide, whatever I'm going to face, I am not going to worry one bit ever again. I will put my hand on the plow. I will seek God in his word. I will seek only answers and news from the word of God for my life. I will seek the Lord as Matthew 6.33 declares to us, seek first the Lord and his righteousness, the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added unto you. The reason why things cannot be added unto people is because there's not a proper, proper search for God. And you cannot do it by yourself. You need disciples around you. You need a home cell. You need a church. Your name needs to be in the register of that church so that the pastors may come to you and speak to you. I cannot speak to people that's not in our church. I've learned my lesson very well. Trying to give to people that are not fully connected. We have stopped doing that. When a person comes to this church, you will get everything we have, but you need to commit. And the blessing of God, there's not a person in this church that have not really connected that's not been blessed. I really, I've seen it. I've been here since the, my first day. Do you actually know? Everything I know, Pastor Harold taught me. It's nothing. I was next thing. <laughs> everything. I knew absolutely nothing. Zero. Nada, nil, zilch. I can go into all the languages. And then the discipleship started. Man, if you're a young person, you cannot be not in youth. If you're a parent, you cannot not allow your child to sit on a Friday night on his phone at home. What's that? Bring him to youth. I paid the price. I never sent my wife, I sent myself. I sat here on Friday evenings, my, listened to sermons, waited it out every single Friday, paid the price so that they might know Jesus. How about people sitting at home with their kids not coming to Sunday school? Now that's the worst thing to me. That thing the Lord said, if you are doing that, it is better to commit suicide. Because such a child will be trained up in the ways of Satan. Such a child will not know it's God. This is serious stuff, people. And I'm so serious when I say that. When parents get lazy, it is serious. I'm sorry, we have to talk straight. Deuteronomy 28, 1. And I'm finished nearly. Now it shall come to pass, if you diligently... Obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments which I command you today that the Lord God will set you high above all the nations of the earth and these blessings shall come to you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. That is the promise. There are certain conditions to that. Who wants to be blessed? All of you, 
I need to be blessed further in my life. You've not, I've not got all of this gray hair for nothing. Not paid the price we have gone so far down the road now to become lackadaisy and to say, oh, you know, spiritual pension is such a nice thing. My last thing I want to say to you, there was, and now I'm talking to businesses. The Lord laid this on my heart. I'm talking to businesses. Any business owners here tonight, raise up your hands. There's quite a lot here. Wow. Little Falls is full of businessmen and women. Listen to this. There, there was a young business owner. A young business owner. We are going into the month of uh, Thanksgiving. This is from the Lord. Truly, I will not say these kind of things without hearing from the Lord. Business owners, Matthew 14. Wait, 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 wait. No, John 6, verse 9. To all the business owners. John 6, verse 9. There is a lad here who has five barley loaves and two small fish. You know, that's the youngest business owner in the Bible. They've been carrying on. Everybody's hungry. Why does this young person still have fish and bread? Because the people did not buy his bread. <laughs> And then came the point, we had to release it. And the release of that fed thousands of people. Thousands. And if you do not believe me, go and study this. There's a lad here who has five barley loaves and two small fish. But why are they among us so many? Then Jesus said, make the people sit down. Now there was much grass in the place. So the men sat down in number about 5,000, and Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to the disciples and the disciples to those sitting down. And likewise of the fish, as much as they wanted. So when they were filled, he said to the disciples, gather up the fragments that remain so that nothing is lost. If you have lost in your business that nothing is lost, the Lord himself said all that. Where do you think that went to? There's many commentaries on what they say. It had to go to the person that gave it. Because that's the logical thing. That young person that gave, he got back, he fed, he fed all those people. That little one, the impact of your giving. And tonight God wants to restore. If any person has lost something, God wants to restore that. He's going to restore that. If any person lost something. So that nothing is lost. Nothing. There's going to be a gathering in. There's going to be a giving back to you. It's already started in this church. It's already started. We've seen the Lord already at move, at hand. For more teachings like this and other material, please visit our website at www.littlefallsonline.com.